안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Uh, today, I'd like to talk about again the flower called sacrifice. So let's invite our heavenly honey. Please read. It was 1961, and our church was filled with brides and bridegrooms standing solemnly side by side, each bride holding a bouquet. Outside the gate, however, angry parents gathered. Through the windows came the clamor of raised voices. I'm absolutely against this wedding. Stop it at once. How on earth can you think this is a real marriage? They energized each other with their outrage that Mr. Moon took my daughter to marry her off like this. I will never give my consent. Let her out of there. One of them even threw coal ashes over the gate, dirtying the wedding gown of a beautiful bride. When the Unification Church conducted its first large wedding ceremony, many throughout Korea stood in vehement opposition. Parents opposed to the wedding turned the neighborhood around our church where the newlyweds should have been congratulated into a place of pandemonium. There are no words to describe how severely we were attacked and maligned at that time. Yet we overcame the hurt and embraced the opposition. We have conducted what we call the blessing ceremony for over half a century. Blessing in marriage, hundreds of thousands of couples of all races, nations, and religions throughout the world. <clears throat> This is a testimony to the fact that the blessing ceremony is a manifestation of God's love and truth. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Since the fall of man started with a wrong marriage centered on Satan, the fundamental problem cannot be solved without the blessing ceremony, which is a true wedding centered on God. World peace and ideal world are far from centered on salvation of each individual. Whenever we focus on individual salvation, there is no, no clear solution. You know, Adam and Eve got a wrong marriage. That's why only we can settle down a right marriage centering on our heavenly parents and true parents. Adam and Eve became the enemies, the husband and wife, because of the fall. The blessing ceremony is when a couple who are enemies of restoration for this meet and become a one centered on ideal of God. In the history of mankind, no one has ever arranged a wedding ceremony there transcends religion, race, ideology, nation, and the and the, and the notion of an enemy to forgive and love and unite each other. Therefore, the blessing ceremony is a shortcut to achieving the world peace. 
It is easy to say to love your enemies, but to love your enemies and become one through the wedding ceremony is impossible unless it is the ideal of God's true love. In this way, we cannot deny that true parents came as the Messiah. It is really incredible. Blessing ceremony is not just only marriage ceremony. Blessing ceremony is really salvation. This is the way to only make world peace. It is really incredible idea. And then our true parents show the model. Thank God and thank our true father and true mother. Okay, next content, please. The marriage blessing ceremony conducted by the true parents is a sacrament rooted in single-minded devotion. It is a ceremony of true love, and true love embodies sacrifice. A poet once said, love is the pain of giving up myself. We cannot achieve true love without offering ourselves. Man is born for woman and woman for man. Naturally and joyfully, we should sacrifice ourselves for our beloved. This is nowhere more evident than our, in our cross-cultural marriages. You have graduated from a prominent university and you have a good job. Think about it. The person who is to be your spouse is, a, is of a different race and her family lives halfway around the world. Are you going to go through with this? When asked such a question, most people will waver. Our members, on the other hand, immediately answer, yes, I will. I am thankful to do this because it is for a greater, great purpose. The unification movement teaches that intercultural, interracial families are the key to world peace. Thank you. Okay, one more slide. Our brides and bridegrooms requested this path with gratitude, but their parents sometimes desperately opposed it. It was the parents of the thousands of Korean Japanese couples that faced the greatest difficulty. One Korean father represented many when he wrote to my husband, when I think about what we suffered under Japanese colonial rule, my blood still boils to think that my son will marry the daughter of our enemy nation. I will never accept a Japanese daughter-in-law into our family, never. Many parents of the Japanese brides felt the same way from their side of the divide. Jesus said, love your enemy. Most people admit that a peaceful world will come only when we love our enemies. Nonetheless, it is not easy for most of us to translate Jesus' words into action. Some brides and grooms bit their lips as they took part in these joint wedding ceremonies. Their, their course was by no means smooth as they prepared for their marriage and spent the first years of their lives together. But their commitment to live for a purpose beyond themselves, centered on God, gave them the strength necessary to liquidate the underlying terrible history 
of their two nations that had been enemies. They were able to dissolve this bitter root through coming to understand each other and healing each other's pain. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Um, my dear brothers, this is a true parent, uh, a true mother talking about the, the wedding ceremony, blessing ceremony. Wow. Especially Korean is not easy to marry a Japanese woman, as you know, the, according to Korean history. When I received the blessing with my wife, and then, of course, I was so struggling, but I went down to my hometown. At the time we arrived at home, really midnight almost. And then uh, my mother is a very, very strong unificationist. Her faith is stronger than me. Anyway, she also not easy to accept Japanese, uh, you know, Japanese uh, woman as uh, her daughter-in-law. And I was so surprised when I slept one night and the next day, my mother told me that, wow, she got a dream that what is my wife's background? How her ancestors treat our ancestors and our ancestors very angry with my wife's ancestor. And then my ancestor killed her ancestor kind of the situation. And my mother got a dream, so details. And then tell me that her background, what happened? It was a really totally surprise. And because we love true parents. And then, you know, and my mother accept her. And then between my mother and my wife, they embrace each other, really cry and cry and cry and cry. I had a, such a beautiful memory. It is, I really admire by our true parents. Because of true parents, we can embrace Japanese, Japanese embrace Korean, and loving enemy each other. Wow. For example, even Buddha appear, ask him to marry with somebody, I cannot accept. If uh, Muhammad appear, ask me to marry with my enemy, I cannot accept. True parents is really amazing. Anyone listen to his divine principle? Anyone know our father and mother's greatest true love? totally melted and just obey. It is really, really incredible. How can Mother Moon, Mother Moon, they are the Messiah. It is really incredible. Nobody initiates such kind of inter-religious marriage, international marriage, beyond nationality, beyond thought, beyond any boundaries. Cannot deny Father Moon, Mother Moon, they are the Messiah. Messiah should be like that. Anyway, I will explain more in detail based on today's Mother's Word with the youth ministry. And today's Father's Word, your mind is your eternal Lord. You know, I maybe mentioned one time, but a little bit different content. 
uh, I think very, very important guidance given by our Father. Please read. Your mind is your eternal Lord. The teacher closest to you is none other than your original mind. Your mind is more precious than your closest friend. It is more precious than even your mother and father. You need to consult your original mind. That is where God dwells. You need to reach the state where you can hear the voice of that mind. What Buddha meant by the words, in heaven and on earth, I alone am the honored one, is that when you look into your heart, you will know that God dwells inside you. Then there is nothing you cannot do. So please make your mind clear and bright. Your original mind is superior to any teacher. It is your eternal Lord. Therefore, do not be self-centered. Cultivate a mind devoted to the common good, a mind that takes a public position. Thank you. Father said, your mind and heart is your closest friend, teacher, and parent. So when you have a problem, empty your heart and mind and ask your original mind. Heaven always comes and lives in your original mind. Therefore, you should always know how to hear the voice of your original, original nature. So when you completely obey and hear the voice of your original mind, I can tell you, no need to ask, no need to ask God. Heavenly Father, this is right or wrong. When you already have a habit, good habit, to hear the voice of your original mind, then you just follow and obey. I am telling you, that is God's direct dominion. To hear the voice of your original mind, that is God's direct dominion. There is nothing you can't do if God, if, if God comes and lives in your heart, the, the impossible becomes possible. Your mind is your eternal Lord. However, many people just ignore it. Heaven always helps if you avoid the self-centered mind and always live centered on public mind. That's why. Always we need to avoid our self-centeredness. And how can I have, how can I put more of my heart centering on public mindset? Okay, can you read this one? Absolutely obey your conscience. There's a lot of content to educate you. A while ago, when I taught the Japanese woman, I told them to absolutely obey their conscience. The conscience comes before parents, before teachers, and before God. It is important to absolutely obey your conscience. You must completely subjugate your body. The conscience always gives a warning when doing bad deeds. Does it give a warning or not? It does. 
It is certain. This absolutely cannot be denied. Moreover, when a man or woman is tempted and reaches the position of the fall, the conscience cannot allow it. Yeah, thank you. Um, absolutely obey your conscience. Father said the, the conscience is my three great masters. First of all, the conscience comes before parents. The conscience comes before teacher. Thirdly, the conscience comes even before God. Wow. That means you need to attend your conscience more than your parents, more than your teacher, even more than God. If you treat your conscience as a parent, more than parents, more than teacher, more than God, this is the way to control my physical body. Father, you're talking about conscience means actually original mind. Of course, there is something different kind of the concept and meaning between conscience and original mind. Father, here talking about Conscience means original mind. Our original mind comes before parents, greater than parents, greater than teacher, greater than God. Parents cannot teach me all the way 24 hours. My teacher cannot teach for me 24 hours. Even God. My conscience comes before God more ahead. That's why human being conscience is really amazing. Absolutely obedience to the conscience can subjugate the body. What's the best way? Obey to conscience. Obey to original mind. But here's the point. Although God is the root of the conscience, God and conscience are not the same thing. Conscience uh, precedes God, comes before God. If God knows what I have decided before me, then man is just part of the God and is by no means an independent individual embodiment of truth. Do you understand what I mean? This is a very important point. I decided to do something and then you, you, you know yourself first or God knows first? Many people say, God knows first. When, when I decide to do something, God knows more than myself, then human being is not independent individual embodiment of truth. Just only extension of God's body. If a human being just the extension of God's body, nobody fall. Nobody fall. Nobody make mistake. You need to understand each one of the human being independent, individual embodiment of a truth. This is amazing. Why? Why God created like that? You need to take ownership as a co-creator. You know? If if God knows, if God knows something, whatever I do earlier than me, then means nobody fall. Nobody make mistake. 
because that already, you know, a human being, each one of the human beings just extension of God's body. God cannot make mistake by himself. However, we need to know human being, independent individual embodiment of truth. Therefore, what I decide to do, I know earlier than God. My original mind know earlier than God, more ahead. That's why human beings have to be responsible. This is very important. Many people misunderstand. God knows earlier than me. God is more ahead than me. No. That's why Father said, the conscience comes before God. That's why when you treat your conscience more greater than parents, more greater than teacher, more greater than God, and absolutely obey, that is obey to God, that is obey to parents, this is obey to teacher. However, human beings do not listen, do not follow their original mind, which one father talking about conscience. That is the problem. Always need to hear. So, and then really you control your body through hearing your, your original mind and then become habit. Absolutely obey to your original mind. Your original mind become God's mind. God's mind become your original mind or your original mind become God's mind. Then we call it God's direct dominion. Nothing different. Huh? Can you read this one? The power to move the universe. A few days ago, I told the Japanese sisters that if you unite with your conscience, religion becomes unnecessary. Religion exists as an instrument for the mind to subjugate the body because the mind and body are in conflict. The religions unable to do this will all go to ruin. If you relate to God directly, Centering on your absolute conscience, you will have the power to move the universe. If you attend God's three great principles, the conscience comes before parent, teacher, and God. All sorts of miracles will occur. Extraordinary things will happen. I was so inspired by Father's this guidance. Father said, if you unite with your conscience, religion becomes unnecessary. The purpose for the existence of religion is to teach the mind to subjugate the, the body. How to, that is the role of the religious, how to train, how to train up myself to control my body. Religion exists as an instrument for the mind to subjugate the body because the mind and body are in conflict. That's why religion should be a place to teach and train to subjugate the body very, very well. This important role. You need to guide, religion need to guide the people how to control your body, how to make the unity between mind and body. However, if any religion does not play this role, they will go 
they will, they, they will all go into the ruin, Father said. Therefore, any religion and pastors that cannot solve the problem of, of pornography, you do not know how, you, you do not teach how to control your physical body, you do not know how to solve the problem of the pornography, which makes the body evil, will all go to ruin. That's why now these days know the religion does not have their whole role. Do not know, do not teach how to, how to control my body. Taking drugs, alcohol, and then always watching pornography, and then be, make it chapter the problem. If religion do not know how to guide, then your role is what are you doing? That's why father said, you go to ruin. If a church even follows the secular world, promote a pornography, it becomes a dating place for men and women, and becomes a, a means of life to connect secular, secular business, religion will decline. That kind of the pastor will decline. That kind of the religion, but it will decline. As the pastor divorces with your spouse, what are you talking about? How can leading your congregation? Cannot, you cannot do that. That's why now, any religion, not just only Christianity, even Buddhism, I went to Thailand, you see, one of the serious problems in the temple, wow. Man have a lot of chapter two problems. Very, very serious. Any religion, not just only Christianity and Buddhism, any religion. That's why really last the day, religions really no function how to guide the people. That's why will decline. If you relate to God directly centering on your absolute conscience, you will have the power to move the universe. If you subjugate the body, God will surely come and stay with you. This is the power. If you absolutely obey to your conscience and make the unity between mind and body, you can have incredible power. God surely come and stay with you. Look at Jesus, who became one in mind and body. Everywhere he went, there was a miracle. Look at the two parents who completely took control of the body. How great was the power. He overcame Satan and overcame the world and, and then moved the world and history. When we take control of our body, as amazing as we take control of our body, miracles can happen every time. There is nothing that cannot be done if my mind controls my body. God cannot help but, but come to me. The reason I have no strength in my life of faith is because I cannot completely control my body. 
as you as uh, anyone can control body make the unity between and mind and body father say everywhere you can make the miracles amazing things can happen there is nothing impossible whatever you want you can do anything this is the power of the unity if you control your body means control universe control the world control satan there is no satan satan cannot find any space to me that's why god directly intervene me god is almighty god omniscient god omnipotent god wow my goodness as long as i control my body means i control universe i can move universe i can the move the world this is the power if i can control my body therefore if you attend god's three great principle the conscience comes before parents and teacher and god all sorts of the miracle will occur extra extra ordinary things will happen why nothing happened in my life of faith that means i cannot subjugate my body there is no unity between mind and body this is the issue you look at the jesus wow incredible guy isn't it influence entire 2000 years history right comes from where he control his body and then completely possessed by god to rule love Wow. Our body representative of the universe. That's why anyone really control body absolutely follow our conscience. Wow. Nobody stop him. Whatever you want, you can do everything. Extraordinary things will happen all the time. Nothing afraid. this is the power of the unity between mind and body today's youth ministry what is the secret to being a couple series 2 how was yesterday about this guidance what's the secret to being a couple you have to become a mute in the family dumb you have to become a dumb in the family very important guidance how to how to make harmony you have to become a, a mute in the family thing that if any one of your family members ignores you then you need to think that god is ignoring you additionally if the wife says this and that to the husband you must think that god is telling you so isn't this the principle therefore when my wife says this and that at the home i think to myself if i don't serve this person i cannot meet god and obey what she says my dear brothers and sisters looks like a simple principle 
my responsibility in the family is to serve all members of the family unconditionally. Practice for, practice for your spouse and family members what she just said that I did not come to this earth to be served, but to serve. No talk, no order, no control. Just only serve. Just become a mute in the family. That's it. Then you surely bring peace in your family. Shut the mouth. Shut the mouth. My job is to just only serve and serve and serve and serve. Practice what Jesus is saying. I came to serve, not to be served. Why? We do not practice in our family. No talk, no order, no control. Just shut the mouth. And really, really serving and serving and serving. This is the great tip. How to make peace between husband and wife and in the family. Think that if any one of your family members ignore you, do not, don't be upset. Why you ignore me? Why my wife ignore me? Why my husband ignore me? Why my children ignore me? Do not think that way, horizontal way. You need to think that God is ignoring me. If your wife is nagging you, do not think this is nagging. Wow, she's really talk this and that. Always she's nagging to me. Do not think that way. Do not think that she is nagging. You must think that God is telling you so. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, think to yourself, if I don't serve this person, I cannot meet God. Rather than taking to my partner without thinking carefully, you have to become a mute that just attends and serves that my object partner. I really incredibly inspired by this. When I go back home, my job is no continental director. My job is have to be a servant. After eating, I go to the kitchen and wash the dishes. My job starts from early morning and then cleaning you know, rooms. That is my job, cleaning toilet and cleaning the floor, everything. That is my job when I go back home. No need to talk much. No need to order much. Just serve and serve, and serve, and serve. Wow, if I know this secret more earlier, how much in my life can be changed? I thought I need to teach my wife, I need to guide my wife, I thoroughly control my wife. In the beginning, I thought that way, but it does not work at all. One must always have the attitude to obey the object partner and attend them. For example, very interesting example. 
Sometimes when you tell your wife, I want to eat ramen, Korean ramen, she tells you, no, not so good for your body. Then you need to think, think yourself, God is now telling you not to eat. And you obey. Today you visited other house and the madam cooked and served you Korean ramen. Seeing this, you thought, oh, God is telling to eat ramen. Do you understand my thoughts and sisters? <laughs> In this way, one must always have the attitude to obey the object partner and attend them. One must have absolute obedience. Always have the attitude to obey the object partner and attend them. I exist for you. I was born for you. Completely deny myself. Completely deny no more my opinion at all. My job is just only follow you and obey you. And absolutely obey them. Absolutely obedience means to absolutely obey the object partner more than God and more than true parents. However, we are not able to practice this in our life. Absolutely trust your partner, attend them as your subject partner of love and absolutely love them. Then peace will definitely come in the family. Conflict between husband and wife will disappear. The absolute faith, absolute love, absolute obedience uh, discussed in the family, uh, you know, uh, in the family pledge must first be practiced at home to my an object partner. Because my partner is at home, is my God. How can a person who does not have absolute faith, absolute love, absolute obedience to their partner practice it toward God and through parents? Every, you know, we are the family pledge eight. We are talking about absolute obedience, absolute, you know, by their faith and love. But actually, we need to practice in our family absolute obedience to whom? To my wife. Absolute love to whom? To my wife. Absolute faith to whom? to my wife. That is a real practicing family pledge aid in my family. What does liberation and complete freedom means? Liberation and complete freedom means the breakdown of the walls between a couple. Do you understand the meaning of the liberation and complete freedom? It means to break down the wall of conflict. Liberation and complete freedom is about the conflict of my mind and body at the conflict of a couple. Conflict starts from these two things, two uh, literate. It is a conflict between one's mind and body and between the couple. The greatest wall among the wall is the walls between a couple. If we break down this wall, all walls will be destroyed. God's liberation and complete freedom is to break down the wall of my spouse, 
when I break down my spouse's wall and God's sorrow, God's bitter heart become liberation and complete freedom. I, I did not know this one a long time ago. Secret is what? How to unite between husband and wife. Completely deny myself. My object partner is my Lord and my God. I exist for my spouse. Even though maybe my opinion is correct. Maybe God centering a catch point of you are my able, but completely deny I'm the able, I'm the better than my wife, I'm better than my object partner. Just absolutely obey to my spouse and treat her as my God, as my Lord. No need to talk much. No need to give someone. No need to talk to, no need to scolding. Just my job. I really love Jesus' word. I came to serve, not to be served. My job is serving, not talk, not control, not order. My job is to serve. Jesus said, you know, he came even though he was a Messiah. I came to serve, not to be served. Why don't you practice this same principle in my family? Just serving and serving and serving and serving. But when you talk, you will lose finally at the end. I came to understand and realize after struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling long time. That's why when I go back home, my job is just to serve. Shut the mouth. Shut the mouth. Serving and serving and serving. This amazing guidance. You believe the mother has been absolutely established by heaven. After breaking down the conflict between these two, two, one must break down the conflict between parents and child. Furthermore, the conflict between the three object purposes between siblings is uh, broken down. My family will become completely free. Consequently, when you believe in mother has been absolutely established by heaven, then the mother will be entrusted to God. Even if the mother treat the father unfairly or, you know, harasses him, heaven will guide her. Heavenly parents have brought them together, so heavenly parents will take responsibility. My brothers and sisters, how to break down the wall in my family, the wall between husband and wife, the wall between parents and children, and the world between siblings. In the family, the husband need to attend his wife and wife need to attend her husband who is in the position of the mother, who is in the position of her father and believe that she was absolutely established by heaven. Then heaven, heaven will take care of the rest even though she did something wrong. Um, my, I have absolute obedient condition to my wife. 
and they see you doing something wrong, you need to believe in that. God will, God will take care of the rest. God surely will be responsible. But one condition, I, as long as I absolutely obey to my spouse, then the, the rest of the job, God will do. If she's wrong or he's wrong, God will be responsible. Even if I attend her well, if something goes wrong, God will take responsibility for her. Heaven will guide her. Tonight, try to fix it yourself. If I absolutely serve and obey my spouse as God, God takes responsibility for my spouse. I learned. When I become only 60 years old, I learned before that to be frank with you, struggling and struggling, struggling. When I start a family, oh my God, every day is hell. Every day is hell. Telling me to my spouse, every day is like hell. How to live a hell? Simple. Deny yourself. Serving and serving and serving. Do not, do not think you are right. Do not think you are correct. Your job, what Jesus said, I came to serve, not to be served. Serving and serving and serving. That is the best way to surrender. My brother says, if we really remember this one and give and take with your spouse, with your family member, surely we'll bring peace. Surely we break down the wall. Wow. How to make unity between husband and wife? What's the secret? This is the secret. Serve and serve and serve. Close my mouth. Truly serve as my God, as my Lord. This is the way to bring family peace. This is the bring the peace between husband and wife. Thank you very much. Come, Samidam.